Welcome to Between Two Jennies. We are two moms who have been living with cancer for a combined 23 years. We are here to offer our experiences and tips. Episode 5 is all about support and the resources available to you as cancer patients, as well as your caregivers and families. Thanks for listening. So Jenny, we're back. Yeah. How are you doing, Jenny? Good. How are you? I'm all right. Are you ready for the fall? I I am. As we talked about about when we were talking about hair, um, I like to be able to just put on a hat to cover my hair. So I love fall. I'm also looking forward to. I'm not a pumpkin spice latte person, but fall means that eggnog lattes are coming soon. It's a good way to keep the pounds on when I'm doing chemo. Um, Not an eggnog fan, you're making a face. Either, both. Pumpkin okay. spice or eggnog. Not my favorite. I can't stand eggnog, but if it's hot with coffee in it, I'm all over it. Really? Mm-hmm. My dad always buys it at Christmas and it's like, who wants eggnog? No. It's thick. And gross. And Egg, eggnog. Yeah, it's her. Eggnog. It's eggnog. It's eggnog. But, but eggnog latte all every day. A hot apple cider or something like that. I'm all over that. I just went to Costco and bought the, you know, big box of the packets of apple cider. Yeah. And then I have uh, mulling spices that I put in and um, sometimes a little bit of Bacardi splash in there. <laughs> and it's super good, isn't After, it? Yeah, it's great. So... Yes. It just, it, it's comforting. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's talk about comfort. How, and maybe support is a better word. Uh, <laughs> I am often supported by my beverages. How, what are some other ways that we, we get support that uh, maybe people that are new, new to the cancer game maybe don't know about or haven't considered? Well, I think it support starts within the family. Yeah. Right? Amen. For sure. And making sure your family gets support. Yeah. Right? That's like, tough. Like, we both have pretty great husbands. Yes. Who do a lot and are supportive of us. Do they get the support they need? And so maybe we should back up and talk about general support as the patient. Yeah, 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 for sure. We'll put the caregivers on yeah, the back burner for so now. so much. As they always are. Um, support groups. Support groups. I was not a big fan. I mean, I think, I'm just somewhat too. a very private person. And so this whole cancer thing, I just sort of kept to myself. And really... I didn't advertise what I was going through to a lot of people. If you were really close to me, I would share and they knew, but sort of kept it under wraps. I still worked. Um, I did what you were doing too. Of I worked and then took some time off, mm-hmm. you know, chemo on a Friday mm-hmm. and then back to work on a Monday afternoon. Right. Right. Um, and when you're working, there's not time for support groups. Really? There's not. And I think everyone's different. But for me, I just wanted to be as normal, quote, whatever normal was Mm -hmm. at that time, as much as possible. And that 
for me was taking care of my kid and going to work and having family dinner time. And so... And that's a full life right there. That's a full life. There's not time for support group in that. I, I didn't find there was time. And... And I wasn't interested either. I wasn't really interested. And here's my thing. I felt I was at the doctor's office so much... Yeah. ...that the last thing I want to do is go back downtown, pay for parking, and be in a meeting... Mm-hmm. And fight mm-hmm. traffic. Yeah, what? we should say we live in a city that has horrible traffic and there's nowhere to park. Yeah, so you have to pay for parking. So, Ten bucks an hour. You, you know, it wasn't something that I felt I needed. I had a great group of friends that I knew I could talk to and often did. Mm-hmm. Um, but just taking care of yourself is important, I think what was really hard and Jenny I know you went through this too of we're moms and we feel like we can do it all to begin with Mm -hmm. so having to restrict yourself of okay on my to-do list I have 85 things and I'm going to accomplish two (laughs) and being okay with that I remember going to the grocery store needing groceries for the month And I remember going, like, yeah, I'm going to get out. I'm going to go to the grocery store. My kid's at school. Putting everything in my cart. And by the time I was done, like, 20 minutes later, I was exhausted and ready to take a nap. And Mm -hmm. I could just, like, sit on a couch and zonk out. And then I thought, oh, my gosh, I have to unload this basket and then get it into my car and then unload it again. Um, So having lower expectations for yourself yeah was hard for me at first Mm -hmm. um because you still want to feel like you want to do it all Mm -hmm. yeah for sure absolutely okay so if no no support groups for either of us so what are some other ways and we talked about the friends and the family what our cancer treatment center, and I don't think that you have taken advantage of this, but we've talked about it in the past, is um, palliative care. Have you? I have not. I didn't think so. I have not. And it was interesting because I was talking to a surgeon, and unfortunately a different friend of mine has cancer, and I was helping him through his process. So I was at his appointment, and he was telling my friend about palliative care and how you know it's just important. Um, and asked me about me, knowing that I'm stage four cancer and what I was going through, how I connect with palliative care. And I'm like, oh, I really don't. So he basically asked me who my oncologist was. And he goes, oh, it makes sense. Your oncologist does a great job of making sure you have the tools that you need. But if you ever need to, always ask for a referral. Um... So the surgeon says, yeah, I heard great things about your oncologist. She wraps that up pretty good. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, okay, so I would make a big pitch for palliative care. And just an explanation of what palliative care is, a lot of people think it's an end-of-life thing. Like, they hear palliative care and think that it's a hospice-type thing, like, Oh, they help you, uh, you know, put together your wishes for your end of life. Um, Totally know what it is. Palliative is like an all-encompassing, like helping you 
find ways to better take care of yourself, however that is. They can prescribe medicine. Um, they can just do kind of just, uh, when I was going to the palliative care doctor for a while, we would just sit there and talk about um, just ways that we felt kind of demoralized after our kids were born and not being able to work or not being able to work, but taking time off from work and how that made us feel like we weren't contributing to the household. Um, so we just had like these bonding, just as moms kind of talks. Um, so there was no like end of life stuff there. But um, yeah, they also um, got me off some certain medications that I was taking, um, got me a, a green card which that's a whole nother topic. There's a way to give yourself some support when you do cancer. Uh, uh, marijuana is legal in our state. So, it, and it was medicinal first. So this doctor was able to hook me up with a green card um, because I was dealing with a lot of nausea and found that that helped. Um, so I think palliative care is great. I also, after 14 and a half years, um, started, I went to, I started going to therapy, like, just like a counselor, um, last week, two weeks, I don't know, I've been to two sessions now. Have what? you, have you, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I sort of, I'm not like knocking the whole therapy thing, I think it's great, but once again, I sort of felt that this cancer diagnosis takes me away from the family so much that another thing to talk about stupid cancer and I'm missing out on my kid and my husband. I was like, nope, back burner. Um, Something else you have to make time for. You do. And I think you have to value where it is. I have spoken to a social worker, though. Okay. I think she was great with resources to help with... Um, I had a hard time stopping to work. You know, I was working full time and Mm -hmm. sort of giving yourself permission not to work was hard. That's hard. That's hard, right? Like, you want to keep everything as normal as possible. I feel that just because I'm not on my deathbed that I should be working, even though I'm stage four cancer and I could fall asleep at any moment. (laughs) So, um... The social worker really helped me fill out paperwork, explain my rights, mm-hmm. um, and also any type of grants that I might be eligible for. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, social workers are invaluable for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think jury's still out on the therapy. So I'd never in my whole life done it, and I feel like every single friend that I have has done or is in therapy. So when I'm like, I've never done therapy, people are like, what? How have you? And then it's like you, and the you is like loaded, like you with all your problems. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Because like you said, it's something else you have to make time for, and you but I think if it help if it's helpful and you value it, I'm all for it. Yeah. So I just recently like a bunch of stuff has happened in my life uh, with my cancer. I, I took two and a half years off, um, and then it came back 
in the past year. I just, I'd been doing chemo for 10 years and had an injury that was giving me problems and I was like, I need to step away from this. We were doing maintenance treatment at the time. Uh, and then it, it came back and it's been not the greatest uh, 18 months. So I'm feeling overwhelmed. And I have a kid going off to college and that's like stressing me out. And I have a kid who's in the throes of puberty right now. And that's, there's just a lot going on. So I'm like, you know, what's it gonna hurt? It's not gonna hurt. So I went and um, I just like kind of like unloaded for an hour and then I went yesterday and I unloaded for another hour and you know if this is all it is is just me like getting stuff off my chest then I'm all for it but you do have to make the time to go you have to make the time and how did you find this therapist like um Google search or yeah, you know, psychologytoday.com. That's okay. a good question. And then you can find people in your area. And then I went on my insurance's website and found uh, if the because that was the prerequisite. Like they have to take my insurance. They have to be in network. Those were, all my friends were like, oh yeah, find somebody who's good. And I'm like, I'm gonna find someone that I don't have to drive an hour to. And it takes my insurance and has um, experience in the cancer community. Those are my three requirements. And they're like, well, don't stay if it doesn't work out. Like, I don't know if it's working out or not because I've never done it before. So jury's still out. But yeah, psychologytoday.com. And then I just plugged your name into my insurance and they were like, yeah, in network. And I had a question, but I forgot. (laughs) Oh, um, sorry. No, don't be sorry. Um, I talked a lot. No, I mean, I think it's helpful. Do you feel like talking to a counselor in a way, it's nice because, once again, you don't have to manage her feelings. Yes, exactly. So, right? Like, we could say this This totally sucks. I'm at my breaking point without yeah. being like, okay, family, I'm really okay. <laughs> I just need to vent. I just really just need to say this sucks because it absolutely sucks. That was the huge thing for me. And actually, my husband said, you can talk to me. No, I can't because you have skin in this game. You're invested and you have um, emotional ties to anything I say. And this person doesn't. And I can say whatever and then I can walk away and... Honestly, I mean, I've seen her twice. So I don't even remember what she looks like. If I ran into her at the grocery store, <laughs> I have no... Oh, you're my counselor? I, so, yeah. Is she giving you advice? Um, yet? Like... She told me on my first day that I should take a uh, keep a gratitude journal. Mm, that's a good way. I mean... Which, uh, which I had started one. Yeah. And I let it go, like, this summer because I was making it harder than it needed to be. I had like specific requirements for it and she kind of like loosened the restraints that I had set and like, oh, this is easy and it's good. But then I had a girlfriend say, you know, like a gratitude journal, that like she didn't think that was a good assignment and she's been doing a lot of therapy. So I'm like, is this a bad thing? Whatever. It's fine. Does your girlfriend have cancer? No. (laughs) (laughs) So I think a gratitude, maybe that's where we're... 
<laughs> like right. we're sort of thankful for each day, right? Uh, yeah. Like we're thankful we can kiss our family one last time and be like, I love you. And don't forget this if yeah. I'm not here. <laughs> like, yeah. Right? Don't forget that. Babe, yeah. I love you and you'll be okay, but also don't forget that. <laughs> I think it's been good. Do you do a gratitude journal? I don't, but I think I'm going... I mean, I started one and I think when I'm overwhelmed, I step back and like... Yeah. Okay, I'm thankful I'm still here. Yeah, for sure. And you could write that in there every day. Exactly. So... I was trying to do like 10 things oh gosh, every no. day and my things were people and I was saying why I no. was grateful for them and it was so much work like maybe I didn't even talk to 10 people today <laughs> why would I be grateful or remembering for... 10 people that you talked yeah. to today no so she like loosened it up and Good. was like it could be anything like you found a good parking spot and I'm like oh that's brilliant. And she's like, do five things. And I'm like, I was trying to do ten people. But the other day I wrote, like, hummus. Because it was the only thing that, that I could. That tastes good. And that. Good. I was so grateful for hummus. Yeah. I mean, I'm thankful when it's sunny and it's not snowing out. Yeah. I mean, stuff like that. Now, I would have to say that I did think about going to therapy. And it wasn't really cancer related. Mm-hmm. It was more that, you know, I lost my dad. A year ago and just sort of feeling overwhelmed and the story story I will sort of make short I met this counselor through a friend and I would go to this appointment I would help transport so I met this therapist and I knew her she's wonderful I had her card Um, so basically I reached out and I called her and she was unfortunately not taking any new patients I was like, no, but like I've already established this relationship with her. She knew about just through helping this other friend. Yeah. She's, you know, um, she was just a great fit. She's, and she was very sweet. She's like, I will find someone in my office, in my practice. I will find someone close to you. And I was like, mm, it's not the same. Yeah. You know, like I just knew I just needed to short and sweet type of episodes I don't feel like where I value my time in the sense of I just don't want to be tied down with appointments and maybe that's it maybe my big thing about these is I already know I have so many doctor's appointments and that time of my life of you got to be here you got to be here you're missing this you're missing that that I really don't like to overcommit myself (laughs) because I know I don't want to be stuck in traffic going right. to this appointment versus hey do you want to go out to dinner yeah yeah, yes totally right? get that but i'm all for therapy i think it's finding the right fit i also i think it is also nice to talk to somebody when you're just feeling that way right i mean you do have a lot going on Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i came home yesterday like super happy and was able just to like chill with my family and laugh and smile because i like unloaded all the crap so it was good. It was good. Yeah. I got some bad news right before I went, too. So what? I, uh, oh, oh you, uh, the insurance. What insurance won't cover for me. I think that's so a different topic. That's totally different topic. Let's wrap this up. We've been, this is a long one today. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks, Jenny. Until next time. Thank you for listening. If you have comments or questions, feel free to email us at betweentwojennies at gmail.com.